Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode marks the 9th of July of the year 2020. On this day in history, in 1947, the engagement of Britain's Princess Elizabeth and Lieutenant Philip Mountbatten was announced. Famously, when proposing to Elizabeth, he said, Lizzie, you're a I can't wait to make you my wife so I can like they do in Africa. You know, the thing about Africans is And I've always found the women extremely We can all only hope for such a romantic proposal. Your guest today on the podcast, celebrity reality television star, Mr. Andrew Zaltzman. How are you? I'm, I'm well, thank you. How are you, Alice? I'm also well. Oh, what um, still trying to wrestle with this, uh, <laughs> with this glitch in our space-time continuum. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have some problems with our email. I know you've noticed some of your emails going missing. Yes. Uh, in communicating when you've been desperately begging to come back on this show for no money. Look, I, um, I, you call it desperately begging. I call it my agent offering my services for a <laughs> temporarily cut price fee. Well, I would believe that more if your agent didn't just call himself Bob and write from your email address. <laughs> Well, it's just, it's just, I know that if it comes from my email address, you're more likely to read it. And uh, obviously, you know, with what's happened in my career over the last 48 hours, um, uh, you know, I, I need whatever gigs I can get. I mean, there's certainly the, the uh, beauty YouTube tea spill channels are going ham wild on your, yes. your eyebrow launch. Uh, yes. Well, I mean, the problem, if it had only been eyebrows... Um, it wouldn't have been wouldn't have been an issue, but I you know I thought the world was ready for for, for what I showed it. Um, it uh, <laughs> turns out that I'd uh, overestimated uh, overestimated things. Well, one day the world will be ready to stomach penis contouring. <laughs> I first had my penis contoured at eight days old. So. <laughs> Coming up today, we'll be talking all the latest in women in sports news. But first, some headlines of stories we won't have time for. 
And in the news today, after more than 500,000 deaths worldwide from coronavirus, the World Health Organization has put out a statement saying, quote, the worst is yet to come. Much outrage has resulted, calling the WHO a bummer and a real spoil sport, as well as a number of conservative commentators who have been seen on hills screaming the economy to the moon and ranking the loss of what they call quality-adjusted life years against the standard of if the economy wasn't shut down, but presumably not against if the economy got shut down by, for example, a huge number of people continuously dying from an illness whose recovery rates, long-term impact and continued immunity we don't understand rather than the evil government. In further American news, an online furor about allegations that the police in America have received training from the Israeli Defense Force on how to treat suspects has exploded with additional information coming out that the Gracie Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu family have also provided police training. The French invented tear gas, the Germans invented the guns police use and the British invented the truncheon. So let he who is without police brutality cast the first stone at a fleeing suspect. (laughs) That's all the time we have for the headlines we don't have time for, because now it's time for your ads. Your ad section now, because if you can't buy happiness, how can you get happiness? Deep in the dark rainforest, the bromeliad, a tropical plant in the pineapple family, crouches in the crotches of trees. Brightly coloured epiphytes, their long curved leaves overlap at the base. The leaves act as gutters to collect rain, and the base of the plant acts as a tank to hold water. The largest bromeliads hold up to two gallons of water, but a small or average bromeliad will gather about half a glass of water for its own sustenance. Half a glass of water. A miracle of nature. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And that's all the time we have for your ads today because now it's time for your top story. The last post. Top story today. Women in sports news. Andrew Zaltzman, you're our yes. women in sports correspondent. What's yes. happening in the world of women in sports? Well, at Wimbledon specifically, um, nothing. Because the, the championships <laughs> have sadly been, been cancelled. But in a, in a sign of the, the greater equality in, in modern sports, they've been equally cancelled for the women and uh, and the men. So, uh, you know, we've had equal prize money for uh, for a number of years now and uh, now an equal level of cancellation so uh, that's uh, this is pleased people on both sides you know, the men who complain that that, that you know, men should be paid more because they play more sets well everyone's playing zero sets and getting paid zero this year so, <laughs> so that is genuine genuine equality on uh, every uh, 
every possible level. I mean, it's interesting times for Wimbledon, certainly. I mean, who would have thought back in 1877, when uh, on this day, in fact, <laughs> the first ever Wimbledon uh, began, that just 143 years later, we wouldn't be having a championship because of a virus. Uh, I mean, I don't think anyone would have predicted that. <laughs> Uh, of course, tennis had only just been invented then. Before then, people whacking little round things at each other over a net was largely a form of mostly unsuccessful hypnotism-based fishing popularised by Queen Victoria's <laughs> favourite telepathist and circus clairvoyant laureate, the phenomenonic Nodger, uh, in the 18, uh, 1840s. So, um, but it, it's interesting what women's sport has, 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 uh, has enjoyed a, um, a great uh, surgence, uh, not really a resurgence, because it's, it, it's not so much coming back. Although there have been times when it was more popular <laughs> in the past until, for example, the FA banned women from playing football on its grounds for 50 years from, I think it was 1921, <laughs> because, well, why not? Uh, and for a long time, uh, men controlled things like football, all sports, uh, life and women. And uh, men decreed <laughs> in, uh, in our infinite wisdom that women as a species were not suited to the pursuit of uh, of sport. But in recent years, uh, as I said, women's sport has been expanding, helped by things like a belated sense of social justice and duty to, at best, partially compensate for decades, centuries even, of patriarchal condescension and uh, genderial repression. Stuff like that has helped, <laughs> plus uh, realising that uh, women might actually spend money on sports as well as men. So it's, I, mean, I think it's, com- it's a commercial thing as much as a... A social thing, and and you know there have been huge steps forward in terms of uh, the equality of sports. Uh, women footballers have proved that they can play just as cynically and defensively as men, so there should be no barrier now to uh, the popularity of the women's game increasing to to match that of the uh, of the men's game in the the lowest scoring sport in the world. Yes, there's that special woman saying, "How many balls do I have to kick before people admit that I can kick a ball?" <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, who, who was that Eve that first said that or Pandora? I forget. <laughs> I mean, I, I think historically, Alice, and uh, you know, without wishing to generalise and stereotype, and please do correct me if I'm wrong, coming at this from a, from a male perspective, but women have been held back by being. And I, look, I don't want to be sexist about this, but I think it is a fact universally acknowledged, and that is, of course, a phrase written by a woman, so you can't blame me for what I'm about to say. Um, I think that's how it works. But I think women have been held back in sport because they are, and I quote, albeit that I am quoting myself, they are uh, less willing to devote their lives, brains and souls to kicking and hitting things to no um, greater cosmic purpose. So for whatever reason, that's not appealed to the female brain. I don't know why, Alice. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a, 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 a scientist. Can you answer that quandary? Oh, no, Andy. I think it's that the um, women, women's boobs act as windbags, so uh, they're less right. aerodynamic. Okay. Right. Unless they're I'm... very pointy boobs, in which case they're way more aerodynamic. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if there's any research been been done into that, to be honest, or the legality of of maybe that's what Madonna was was she was testing out a new uh, new tennis outfit for extra. There was significant research, movement. but all of the men who were doing the research were banned from science for being creeps. <laughs> well, if that was the case, we we science would still be you know a long a long way back in in uh, in the dark ages. <laughs> Your letters to the editor now, and remember you can send a letter to the editor by writing to us at thelastpost at somethingelse.com. Dear Alice and guest, open brackets, who I hope is not Andy Zaltzman, close brackets. That's you today, Andrew. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Yeah, glad to be of service. Can you suggest a primer that could introduce me to cricket? I am recently retired and seeking to fill the yawning moor of time not occupied by piano lessons and attempting to master German. I'm writing to you because I think of you as cricket adjacent, owing to your relationship with Mr. Zaltzman. I mean, also, Bondi Waverley most improved under-12s player. Go <laughs> yourself. I think of you as cricket-adjacent owing to your professional relationship with Mr. Zaltzman, whereas I fear his passion for cricket is so deep that he would be reduced to blinking incomprehension by questions from a neophyte. Hope you can help. Sign Bowl Curious. P.S. We have loved Savage on Amazon Prime and are looking forward to digging the resistance out of the archive. P.P.S. You make up these letters, right? <laughs> <laughs> No, Bowl Curious, I don't make up these letters. That is an even stupider question to ask than how to play cricket. If you want to learn cricket, the only thing to do is the thing that everybody does, which is stare blankly at cricket for five to seven years until it sinks into your stupid brain. Andrew, you've got any tips? Well, it's like a magic eye picture, isn't it? That It might just be a, you know, <laughs> a load of formless shapes. and all. But once you've stared at it, yeah, as you say... And I just allowed it to watch over you for yeah five to seven to fifteen years. I don't know. I mean, how long a retirement you're planning on having? Uh, then eventually <laughs> you will see it for what it is, which is obviously the greatest thing ever invented uh, in the entire universe. So uh, yeah, in terms of an introduction to it, um, there I mean, there can be no better way than uh, just uh, sitting on your your sofa for uh, as many years as possible and uh, and just letting it become uh, the, the the narrative to your slow decline to the merciful claws of the reaper. I think you don't really understand cricket until you begin at the beginning of cricket. I mean, cricket is many seasons into its run now as a sport. I think you need to yep. begin with the very earliest recorded uh, written games of cricket yep. uh, and work your way up uh, watching them, you know, black and white cricket yeah. all the way through the colour cricket. Then you want the kind of the louche 70s mustachioed cricket. Oh, there were some classics um, yep. some, some real classics. Only then will you be prepared for the for the real pace and buzzy dynamism of modern cricket <laughs> well yeah exactly so yeah take yourself back to uh well if you if you want to you know just begin with the international game then uh, you know just uh pop back in time mentally to 1877 and take it from there thank you so much for your stupid letter and remember you too can send a stupid letter to the editor by writing to us at the last post at something else.com And that brings us to the end of the episode of The Last Post today. We are here in your ears 366 days of this year and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. Your guest today on the podcast was Mr Andrew Zaltzman, who you can listen to in previous episodes by going back to episode four. Andrew, have you got anything to plug? Yeah, I've got, um, well, a new product, actually, that um, so you know that you know, people like me are in considerable demand even even now for uh, to, to, uh, to give our our name, our reputation, our face, and in my case, bodies to uh, to promote brands. And um, well, I've got um, some new jellies coming out, uh, some new flavours of, uh, of jelly. But we're trying to make <laughs> jelly into more of an upmarket products like uh, you know, perfume. So we've got a number of new flavours in the Zoltz jelly range, including Espérance, Delight, Enfin, Tremor, and Intense. So five flavours of uh, jelly to get you and your, your kids started on a more sophisticated dessert. 
Well, thank you so much for your excellent work on the podcast today. The last post is a something else, Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at, at Alliterative on Twitter and Instagram. That's A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E. Or commit to the full Alice Fraser experience by signing up on patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. I'll be doing a live show on the 23rd of July on Next Up Comedy, so look that up. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. His adoring and bedazzled subordinate producers are Harriet Wells and Ped Hunter. As they and we always say, good luck to you, Christopher, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. (laughs) 